Well, welcome back to another episode of Five Minutes in Church History. Last time we were together, we were talking about what happened to the Puritans. And I was mentioning at the very end of that, that one of the things that negatively happened to the Puritans and caused the Puritans to go away, as it were, was a person. And that was the person, William Ellery Channing. Well, let's go back and talk about him and see what some of his contributions were. Sadly, these were not positive contributions, but he was very influential not only on New England Christianity, but also setting a new charter for American Christianity. William Ellery Channing was born in Newport, Rhode Island in 1780. By the time he was 18 years old, he had graduated from Harvard. Now, that was fairly typical for young men when they were in that 12 to 15 age range to go to college and then be there for four years or so. And in Channing's case, he graduates with a degree in hand from Harvard in 1798. Five years later, we find him at the Federal Street Church in Boston. He takes to the pulpit in 1803, and he remains in that church, a single church, for almost 40 years until the time of his death in 1842. Towards the end of his life and his health was failing, he pulled away from some of his pastoral duties, but that was his single charge for his professional career. Early on, he began to disagree with his background and with the Puritan past that he was a part of and the education that he received, and he began to move away from those emphases. We see this early in his career, but he doesn't publish some of these things until the late 1810s. In 1819, he publishes a very crucial piece simply called Unitarian Christianity. And in that piece, he identifies and defines Unitarianism. Unitarianism, of course, is the belief in the singular God, the one God, which, of course, is there in Deuteronomy chapter 6. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And we understand that as one in substance or one in essence and three in persons. As the biblical doctrine of God unfolds and we understand the person of God, we understand that God has revealed himself as Trinity, as three persons in one essence. Channing rejected outright the Trinity. There are not three persons. There is a singular essence and a singular person, a unity of the person of God, and that is Unitarianism. This, of course, means that he is going to think unbiblically about Christ. And so he goes on to do that. He rejects the early creeds of the church, the Nicene Creed, the Chalcedonian Creed, that lay out that the biblical teaching of Christ is that he is truly God and truly man, and that those two natures, a divine nature and a human nature, are united in one person. Channing's going to reject that. He's going to reject the deity of Christ. In fact, in 1828, he is going to publish a sermon called Likeness to God. And he's going to develop that sermon into a larger book. And in that book, he's going to say that Christ was not God, but he underscored humanity's potential to reach divine heights. 
And that if we follow the example of Jesus, we too can find that unreached potential to climb to divine heights within us. The human Jesus, as it were, was treated as God because he understood the divinity within him. Well, that thought is going to take root, and we're going to see it, unfortunately, flower and flourish in the 19th, 20th, and even now into the 21st century. And that is the life of William Ellery Channing. I'm Steve Nichols. Thanks for joining us for five minutes in church history. As we finish this week's episode, let's go over to the UK. And here's a quote from Charles Simeon. The true Christian loves the way of salvation by a crucified Redeemer. He delights in it, glories in it, and shudders at the very thought of glorying in anything else. Mm -hmm.